This week, Intentional Sounding is brought to you by... This cars with mustaches. I don't know why they don't do that anymore. It kind of makes me unhappy. But it's Lyft. Uh, Lyft actually was the originator of the rideshare concept back in 2012. Uh, their idea was to provide a more technically advanced and cheaper alternative to taxi service while making the ride more personal by enabling you to know exactly who it is you will be trusting to drive you from point A to point B. Uh, in recent years, they've increased their background checks. They have this thing. I've mentioned it before, but I think it's so great in terms of safety. They have this light on the front that you can match uh, with an icon on your phone so you know exactly who it is that's picking you up. It's, you know, that it's incredibly clear right there. Um, and it's also a pretty good way to make some money if you have a car stuff. Uh, you can get $5 off your first ride for passengers by entering in the promo code SCAVLIFT, that's S-C-A-V-L-Y-F-T. And also, if you want to try driving with them, that'll earn you a bonus of $375 in your first 30 days. That's enough to buy probably the new Nintendo Switch Fortnite bundle that comes with probably some dances on it. So... You can do that if you want to. Our next sponsor this week is is Blue Apron. Uh, Blue Apron sends you chef-designed aprons in a wide variety of swatches. You can try indigo or, or teal or, or, or emerald. I wait. Nope. Nope. They don't have that one. No, they don't have that one, but they have sapphire. Uh, no, Blue Apron is a meal delivery service. And by meal delivery service, I mean that they will send you chef-designed step-by-step step recipes along with the pre-portioned ingredients you need to cook them. Uh, they've, it has ended now, uh, but I was very happy with their whole Bob's Burgers collaboration they did. That was amazing. Every single burger that I have cooked from that collaboration has been a banger. Uh, they just released a whole bunch of Whole30 uh, inspired recipes uh, that are Whole30 approved. And, and this is also new, there are a ton of recipes <laughs> now that can be completed in under 30 minutes, which is super huge. The last one I did took 15 minutes, less because I have a rice cooker. It was friggin' awesome. Uh, so all you got to do is go to bit.ly slash snapron30, bit.ly slash snapron30, and you'll get $30 off your first order from Blue Apron. Blue Apron, a better way uh, to cook. Uh, I also want to shout out the Scavengers Network. Thank you so much for having uh, Intentional Sounding on the network. We are very, very lucky to uh, be a part of that network with such fine shows as Historical Hotties, Academy Outcasts, and Myth Takes, uh, which, if you are listening to this on Friday, uh, the second episode of uh, their new arc is out already, so you should listen to it. Google Myth Takes. Anyway, uh, those are our sponsors this week. So, uh, now back to the show, brought to you by viewers like you.
Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. This is the Draw Play Podcast, and I am your host, Draw Play Dave Rapoccio. With me, as always, is the person in the photograph that Nickelback was talking about, Sam Grezis. Oh man, remember that song? Remember that song? That the nickel the photograph song by by Nickelback? My so in my favorite dive bar, that is somehow like the the best and also only song anyone wants to sing at karaoke. Because I feel like maybe that bar didn't get the memo that Nickelback is not a very good band. And everyone's just see, like, I've- I wonder about that actually now because Nickelback they've faded into obscurity as as they deserved because they were nothing but that song has it's that that song has been past its time long enough that there's almost a little bit of nostalgia to think about it again just like oh I remember how bad that song was and then you get little little fuzzy memories of like all the jokes you used to make at the expense of Nickelback and you're like oh yeah. Are, In are some ways, I feel on, like we. Are you doing this on purpose? Are you doing this on purpose? <laughs> You're doing this on yes. purpose, aren't you? Okay, I thought <laughs> it was a very good bit, and I was. I'm sorry that I was so obtuse and naive that that, <laughs> that I thought it was an honest thing, and I ruined your bit. I ruined your really good bit. I'm so sorry. Thanks a lot, Sam. Yeah, I know. I'm God. Sorry. I was real proud of that, too. It was very good. You were doing a photograph about photograph, and I I very much enjoyed it. Honestly, I don't even know if I am, am like, entirely facetious. There is kind of an element about that to it. That's kind of why I was like, if Nick, I was If thinking. Nickelback gave us anything they gave us jokes about how bad they were and and the cool thing and about, and like, that's how they'll live on yeah the cool thing about nickelback is it, like it, in the modern age like chad kroger is totally cool with it too by all accounts he's a super nice guy that doesn't really like he'll laugh at it yeah he'll be like yeah you know, you don't have to like my band. You can think my band is shitty and silly, but whatever. I mean, know? it's probably easy to say that when you've sold a million records by people who don't want to admit they bought your record. That's that's super, super true. That is super true. It's kind, it's kind of like Creed. I don't know anyone who actually liked Creed, but Creed made a lot of money. So people liked Creed. Creed, Creed made a lot of money off of that one string part from With Arms Wide Open, which is a is pretty good. I think I think Creed made a lot of money because Creed was a reasonably okay mumble rock band for like an album or two, and then everyone realized that they were religious because they did a decent job of not being overt with it. And then once everyone figured out, oh, wait, all these songs are about Jesus, it was like, oh, no, no, we're done with you, Creed. Creed, Creed, you're done. Hey, hey, do you want to do you want to know an interesting factoid about the origins of the term butt rock? I would love to. I yes, because because I learned this. Ray actually told me this like a few days ago. Um, And he was like floored when he learned this. The term butt rock came about in the 90s, uh, obviously. 
when alternative radio stations were kind of figuring out how to market this, you know, whatever the hell nebulous thing alt-rock was. And there was this one station, I can't remember which one it was, but they advertised their station, it was like, 103.1, nothing but rock. And <laughs> I, this is real, this is real, this is real. And it shortened, like, to just be, like, this, um, like, fans of this station. 103.1, butt rock. Yeah, they, 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 that's what they shortened it to, is just, like, butt rock. It wasn't butt rock, then it was butt rock, and then, you know, in time, that changed to butt rock. They added the other T. It's... It's one of the wildest do you have a favorite, stories. Do you have a favorite butt rock song, Sam? I do. And uh, it's the entire Why Why is it Sonic City Adventure Escape? 2. What? Yes! Yeah, 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 there you go, dude. <laughs> why is it City Escape? Yeah, it's City Escape. What's your, City what's Escape your... is the epitome of butt rock. I feel like City Escape is too happy to be the epitome of butt rock. Live and learn is uh yeah that's a pretty that's that's some quality butt rock yeah it's pretty good it's pretty good this is a football i can't say it's it's not the entire soundtrack though it's just the sonic songs no that's true because if i if i remember let's see like sonic had the butt rock um knuckles had the rap knuckles had the very good rap in quotes knuckles had the best Mm -hmm. let's let's be honest pumpkin hill is an absolute classic of video game music lore. And we've already to, gone over that, that multiple here. times. It is it is almost the Pumpkin Hill season. I feel like Tails, if I remember Tails, he was like childish rock. Yeah, it was like Like, like uplifting, rocky. like, yeah, yeah, it's just like, you can do it kind of rock. His song was Believe uh, in Myself, if I remember right, which yeah. I do, because I know that album very, very well. Um... Robotnik was, Robotnik was like industrial techno. Yeah, it was. It, well, it was like it was nine inch nails, but for babies. Yeah, it was. It was pretty cool. And so was Sonic. Shadow, I, a little bit. Shadow, Shadow was like like dark techno. It's like, yeah, it was. It was pretty, pretty intense. And then Rouge was just like R and B hip hop kind of beats. Yeah, like kind of jazzy mm-hmm. basically just like girl version of pump of pumpkin hill without the lyrics mm-hmm. that kind of thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. god i was i remember that, was that. it was game. like she th- there was this one level where you had to like sneak around and find a bunch of keys and that level like, sucked that was the worst level in the oh game oh my god it sucked so bad it was really bad there were all these like doors that you had to dig into and you had to dig into like four if you even if you knew like it was in it was right there like the key was right there you had to dig into all four because the like all you got got was this like beep 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 thing if you were really close and you never actually it it was so bad um the soundtrack to that one was good though it was like this spy thing and it was like that was the time where people thought like having a woman whisper vocals was like like all of the vocals in a song not just have this one thing but like i'm singing right now in this voice and then 
I gotta get all the emerald pieces. I just, I just love jewels. And this stuff. is. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is this is a precursor to ASMR, and no one knows it yet. We're just gonna put it in. Maybe a lot that's of why songs. everyone loves Rouge, besides the fact that you know she's she's an easy target for a, furry love. A Sonic. ASMR stands for all Sonics make Rouge. All Sonics make Rouge. That's what ASMR stands for. I'm pretty sure. And no one can tell me I'm wrong. All Sonics make Rouge. ASMR. I'm good with it. Alright, I guess we should probably talk about football. Yeah, sure. Sonic Adventure 2, absolute classic. Um, especially if you play Battle, I think Battle's better. True, that's very. I'll be true. honest. I never played the the original Dreamcast version. I only had a GameCube, so I played Battle. Mm-hmm. So Battle is the best. And if if recent history is any indication, every single game ever is going to be ported to the Switch. So you know, soon, pretty soon, we'll get Sonic Adventure Two Battle up on there. That'll be nice. That'd be sweet. That'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some good stuff. You yeah. know what happened? The Browns won a football game. The Browns are one, one, and one, which is, I, I, am glad we're we're leading off with this one. You know, obviously it's Thursday night game too, because now we can tell you, our our wonderful listeners, what teams have a worse record than the Cleveland Browns. Spoiler alert, it's a lot of them. It's a surprising amount. Um, well. We, we can point to the Jets, who they beat. Yeah, for sure. You got we could point to the Falcons. Yes. Sorry about that, Sam. No, that was, that was a tough game. That was a tough game. We'll get game. to that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're better than the Colts. Mm-hmm. They're better than the Bills. Mm-hmm. They're better than the Raiders. Mm-hmm. They're better than the Patriots. Yeah, that's the big one. That's the big one. They're better than the Patriots. They're better than the 49ers. They're better than the Giants. They're better than the Texans. They're better than the Chargers. They're better than the Cowboys. They're better than the Seahawks. And they're better than the Cardinals. They're tied with a lot of oh. surprises. Like, they have... They're also better than the Lions. Yeah, that's true. Yes. That's true. They're tied right now with the the Steelers and um, the... The Packers the and the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, that, I... I mean, I, I'm not going to get to like Brown's good question mark yet, but I no, that is no, definitely no. a a no. Do not say no, that. No, no, no. A lot of no, people of are freaking the fuck out because if you watch the Thursday night game, and I I watched like three quarters of it, I turned it on in like the first quarter, like right as the Jets went up seven, fourteen to nothing. And I was like, this is basically what I expected. And I turned it back off. And then I looked at the score at halftime, and I saw that Tyrod Taylor was out. I was like, okay, I'll go watch Baker's debut. And I turned it on, and I'm so glad I turned it on because it looked like a completely different team. And it was it was a fascinating and amazing comeback to watch. This was this was good. It turned into a good football game, and it was really fun. And I was really, really happy for Cleveland. God bless you, Baker Mayfield. But just because Baker Mayfield played good for half of a football game against a team that we really have no idea what to make of yet, 
let's let's settle down like i have a lot of people who are like sending me tweets and stuff just like oh you're gonna put them on the the hydra you're gonna draw them slaying the hydra everyone's just there are so many people who are way too already convinced that he's he's it he's 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 the answer like it's it was one good half of a football game yeah settle the fuck down i mean listen listen we're we're everyone was super hot on fitz magic and then he threw three picks right i i i'm i'm with you on this i think baker mayfield's gonna be a good quarterback i think he looks really exciting and i liked i liked the way he played but like even i'm still like i mean pump pump the brakes it was one half of football right it was one half of football against against the jets and it's the Cleveland Browns also still. The the one thing I do know about the Cleveland Browns is that their defense is good. That is I mean I, I'm, I'm That was legitimate like, like the 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 Browns defense is legitimately good. Yeah. Denzel Ward, the guy they picked fourth and everyone kind of gave him crap for not taking Bradley Chubb. Uh-huh. Like he's legitimately good. Like uh-huh. the the defense is legitimately good. Yeah. This is this is a good like if Baker continues to play like he did against the jets this will be a decent football team mm-hmm. they'll, they they'll they will not be bad what, how, like, they they wouldn't be great no. they might have a chance of being legitimately good but they'll be okay i see i see the browns ceiling i mean well the browns ceiling this year is some kind of remarkable playoff run like you know but that's that is a 0. 0.0 whatever percent chance I think a realistic ceiling for the Browns is a shot at the wild card. I mean, I, I think they can I, I think they could compete for a wild card in this NFL if I if, think there's a pretty reasonable going, chance right? they could be fighting for it. Yeah. Like they may not make it, but they may certainly be in the conversation yes. in like week fifteen, yep. sixteen, and maybe seventeen. Like this this is definitely a team, if they continue to play like they did, second half against the Jets, that can absolutely be on the cusp of the playoffs. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not willing to go any further than that, but that I think mm-hmm. is, is fair. On but the, again, on the other hand, it was a single half of football against a team that may not be good. Right. So pump yeah, the just, motherfucking brakes. Just chill, chill, be excited. Don't call anything yet because even if you're a Browns fan and you want the Browns to be good, you don't want to jinx it. Come on, just, just like just I realize you've been waiting so long. Yeah for for basically what happened on thursday night but like that that's it's not necessarily an excuse to set your expectations in the wrong place like the browns have had some good wins before remember peyton hillis he led the browns to some pretty impressive wins that one season remember how that worked out you remember peyton hillis you didn't until i said his name no i i certainly did not so good for you, Browns. Yeah. That was a fun game to watch. You made Thursday Night Football watchable. Yeah. It's very nice to see. Um, the Jets, like, like, I guess this was technically a battle of the two quarterbacks that uh, everybody were arguing should have gone first overall. It was just like, oh, the Browns should have taken Darnold. Well, I, that camp got, uh, they took a big L. Yeah. <laughs> Like everyone who was just like, "Not nope, Brown should have taken Darnold." They, everyone took a big L because Maker Baker was 
clearly better than Darnold in that game. Darnold had some ugly picks and was like not throwing it downfield. It was it was not a good game for Darnold. I like Darnold. I think he'll be okay down the road, but that was not a good game for him. It definitely wasn't because he had the chance to win it, right? And then I mean, he, I remember like I saw that interception happen, and I was I was kind of stunned because you couldn't you couldn't if you were a if you were someone who really enjoyed Brown's shot in Florida, you really couldn't have drawn up that like situation any better for the Jets, right? Yeah, like mm-hmm. like they 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 were driving a little bit like they had that one that that game like that ending of that felt so much like a heartbreaker setup absolutely like it, it felt scripted did. for the browns to get their hearts ripped out again and it didn't happen and i think that's what was really so remarkable about the game is that the browns defense came through and they and they and they stopped it the browns won the game like that, that that's a game the Browns lose ninety percent of the time in the past four seasons. You don't you Browns do not do this. The Browns do not come back and then hold their lead right. with like excellent. That does not happen. They they have a they have an amazing comeback and then they, you know they lose. They they blunder it away because because the only possible thing for Browns is the thing that would or for the Browns and the Browns fans is the thing that would cause the most heartbreak all of the time, and. I think just saying this out loud is kind of coalescing why I was so excited to see them win is because, is because that, you know, that's just completely not what happened, even though it's the thing that always does happen and has happened for as long as I can remember, really. Yeah, this was like, this was a really fun week of football, not uh-huh. necessarily because the games were particularly good. We had some good games in here. Mm-hmm. Um, like Colts Eagles was good. Saints Falcons was great. Yeah, Saints Falcons uh, was amazing. Raiders Dolphins was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um, there was there were some good decent games in here, but I think week three should is noted as the week that threw all of our conceptions into complete disarray. Except because, for one. Except for one. We were right about one. And we'll get. And there. what was that, Sam? Oh, that the Cardinals are absolute trash garbage. <laughs> Oh, yes. Yes, they are. The Cardinals, like, after week three, I I think the Cardinals are easily the front runner for the number one pick. They are are horrible. I was watching this game. Astounding how horrible they are. I was watching this game in Wisconsin uh, after the Packers had just lost. And, like, at the bar we were at, a bunch of the Packers fans just kind of stayed to root for the Cardinals against the Bears. And it was, it was very, very fun. I'm, I just feel bad for Larry Fitzgerald. Honestly, I do. You, I'm, you know, he's one of my favorite players. He's amazing. He's going to be a Cardinal forever. Right. And like, yeah, the future doesn't look great. He, he'll be a hall of famer. He's had an amazing career. He like, I feel like we know he's not going to get a ring, but like, I don't know, man. It makes me feel bad for him. Uh, at least now we'll probably see Josh Rosen play some actual football. Yeah. Down the road, like we finally got to see Josh Rosen because Sam Bradford. Oh, remember when people were kind of convinced Sam Bradford was good? You know. Well, he's had Sam Bradford had 
He's had some good games. Some, and then, well, he's had some good seasons. He, he has. He had a decent There's something the so, time, so deeply wrong in Arizona. A lot of, I, I went into the Arizona, like, some forums, and they're all just, like, furious at the um, offensive coordinator, who I believe is Mike McCoy. He of, you know, former Chargers coach. Like, so, yeah, just garbage. Cardinals are just... Don't watch the Cardinals unless you really have some investment in seeing Josh Rosen. Do do not watch the Cardinals. They are absolutely horrible, and they're they're going to win like two games this year, and it's it's going to be just terrible football all season long. Do not watch the Cardinals. It's it's not even it's it, like when the Browns didn't win a game last year. Some of those games were actually fun to watch. They had some impact players on their team who were exciting. There's no... I didn't have fun. I mean, every single time I tune into a Cardinals game or, like, red zone switches to them, it's not... It's not fun. I don't know. It's just not... It's not fun bad. It's just plodding, boring, slow... It's it's death. the worst yeah. kind of football. It really it's is. not it's 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 that horrible line where it's so bad but it's not bad enough to be interesting. Uh-huh. Like it's yep. not comically bad where you're entertained with how inept they or, are. Or or almost it's, not bad, right? Like, it, like it's the, the kind of bad, bad. Yeah, it's the kind of bad that's boring where things like it's just it's it's like a run up the gut for 2 yards. That's essentially what the Cardinals are. Like, every other team is a more exciting play than a run-up-the-gut for two yards on, like, first and 20. That's that's the Cardinals. It's it's not something you want to watch. It's just not. You know what you should be watching is the Saints and the Falcons. Oh, man, yeah. Those two teams look like fun. Yeah. That, that was an intense game. Mm-hmm. Very good game. Back and forth. Best game of the week, honestly. It... it... Like, it's a heartbreaker, obviously, as, as a Falcons fan, right, for, for something like that to happen. But, I mean, first of all, there are a lot of good one and two teams out there. You know, For second of all, Calvin Ridley is some, some yes, yeah, he is some sort of football magician man or cryptid. And I am, I am very excited to see him emerge as another number one, like tar- not another number one target. I mean, it's Julio, but you know, is a is a super legit weapon for the team, especially since the Sanu canoe is, you know, it's got a hole in it. It, it it's it it's it's it ran him on a sandbank yeah. and it's just kind of like stuck. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's in the shop and fix it up and hopefully it'll be out there. They might get it back soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you, you know, might see something out of it. Still, still. Plus, plus the Falcons hadn't looked like great. Like their their offense had looked wrong, even even in their win. Like it, they didn't look right. And, and with this game, even in the loss, even with the heartbreaking. This is the best their offense has kind of looked yeah. under Sarkeesian, yeah. honestly. Yeah, their offense looks this, correct. This was what the offense was supposed to supposed to be mm-hmm. this is what we're we were expecting like yeah. you win most games when you score 37 points right. that's that's just a thing that happens the, so 
the tough thing is defense is honestly the blame for here. You, you can't let Drew Brees run it in. No, two no, no, you can't. No, you cannot. That's that should never happen. That should never happen to you in a professional football league. Who oh boy? Uh, we speaking of like Drew Brees, who's almost afraid. It's like the Falcons players were almost afraid to hit him, which kind of segues into our next game, which is Packers-Redskins, which I feel we could just avoid talking about the game and just bring up the hot-button topic that's been building. It's We have a serious rushing the passer, roughing the passer problem right now. Like, it is. It it has. We were all so freaking worried about the stupid helmet rule. Yeah, that's not bleeding into the main season. That's not the rule. That's not we're the mad problem, about. It's yeah. it's roughing the passer. Roughing the, like I and I think the the um, Clay Matthews sack on Alex Smith has the potential to kind of be viewed as like the fail mary for this particular controversy because it's. It was one of those plays where everyone watching it knew it was clean. That was the cleanest sack, the like one of the cleanest plays you could possibly ask for. It, it was like almost every rushing the roughing the passer, like the passer gets the ball off and then the defender hits it, and it's bullshit because the defender never had a chance of like pulling up. But this wasn't even that. Smith never got the ball off. He got sacked. It was a sack. You're allowed to hit the quarterback like that. And oh my God, they they called that. It was such horseshit. Well, at the same time this week, you had that player. I, I was he on the Bills? Yeah, he was on the Bills, right? He he tore his ACL mm-hmm. on a sack because he was trying to, or was it? No, it was a Colts player. Um, yeah, uh, he was trying to not hit the quarterback the way he is instinctively taught to hit the quarterback. He was trying to basically do what the refs want him to do, which is pull to the side and not use all of their weight, which is is just really freaking hard to do. And he tore his ACL and his season is over. It was I'm because sorry, he it was, was trying to do the right thing. It was William Hayes from the Dolphins. He yeah, you can see him do it and and he like he pushes off his leg awkwardly and that's that's his season. And that's an impact defensive player who is who is now hurt very badly there is okay i'm gonna ask a question and like i don't want to seem callous do quarterbacks need to be protected that way like when a quarterback gets hurt on a a big sack like if aaron Rodgers breaks his collarbone right he's out he's out for the season it sucks it sucks for the NFL and for the product. Long term for Aaron Rodgers, not a huge deal. The The issue of player safety in terms of the NFL, like big sacks, someone driving the quarterback into the ground, that's not the kind of thing that really is a huge thing. Like, that doesn't really cause a quarterback to tear an ACL. That doesn't cause lasting concussion-related 
damage. It's the small, it's multiple small Yeah, it's hits, the little right? hits. Yeah, it's, and quarterbacks aren't getting sacked all that often either. Like, quarterbacks they don't get don't hit. hit. Fr- like, even quarterbacks behind really bad offensive lines, they're not getting hit on run plays. They're not really getting hit on a fair amount of their dropbacks. They may be feeling pressure and throw the ball, but they're not getting hit like that. I Like, I understand, like, the instinct to try and protect the quarterback because in some ways the quarterback is defenseless. Yes. Like yes, the way a, a, a defenseless receiver is defenseless. He's not there. He's not, his job is to not necessarily pay attention to the people coming at him. His job is to deliver the ball. Like he is smaller. He is in many ways defenseless, but like that, dude, I saw a comment on my comic this morning, actually, that kind of, I hadn't even thought about was quarterbacks like a lot of the older quarterbacks in the league are much better at taking sacks because they kind of grew up in an era where that was still a thing you had to worry about a lot more frequently and those quarterbacks like like I'm thinking about Eli and Brady and Rivers these are people that they know how to crumple yeah, like yes, they, they know, do. they know, they, how to, they know how to give up and go down. Whereas you have players like Aaron Rodgers, or Cam Newton, or Russell Wilson, who are more inclined to try to make something happen, which that that gets you in trouble. Like Eli has never missed a game fairly because he he got hurt because he knows how to get hit. Like so. Eli doesn't, like, I, I like Eli not getting hit. I like him being protected, but it's a skill that quarterbacks can absolutely learn and should learn. And honestly, Aaron Rodgers should be a little bit safer about himself. Yeah. It's, I think, like, my, my thing, and I thought about this when that ACL thing came up, um, was a bad day for a quarterback a, a really bad day, they get tackled, what, like, seven or eight times, and that's a really bad day. Like, a really bad day. And, and like, you know, some of those times you can see them coming, and you can kind of, like, go down in, in a safe way. Blindside sacks don't happen all that often, you know? Yeah, they... They're brutal when they happen, but they do not happen very frequently. Yeah, like, I... The quarterback... My thing, and I don't want... I really don't want to sound like some first take, like, oh, blah, 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 make them play in dresses. Like, I don't want to... I don't want that to be the thing, the takeaway. But the quarterback position is already protected. Positions that aren't protected are on, you know, on the defense, pretty much any player there, uh, the offensive line... Uh, and you know, I don't. I, I mean, I guess you got you got some protections for receivers now, which is great. Uh, yeah, receivers are receivers have received some protection. Yeah, but uh, but like the 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 folks that are really kind of hurting the most and are often not paid enough, like post like, have to end their careers due to injury and aren't protected by the league, aren't given, like, enough money to deal with the health problems that playing football has given them, are, like, on the defensive side of the ball or on the offensive line. And, like, 
unless you are a generational talent there, you're kind of boned. So, mm-hmm. so the, like the I, one person, the 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 position on the field that can af- always usually afford being hit and hurt, it's the quarterback because mm-hmm. the quarterbacks make the money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's I think the 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 sad part about this is that it's pretty clear that the reason they're doing this is it's a way for the NFL to be like, oh, we're caring about player safety while still like we're we're caring about player safety while they are actually just making sure the product on the field is like high scoring and like none of their super high like and we have to blame like honestly the roots of this problem go back to like the brady and manning era yeah and like the mid 2000s because obviously brady going down off of what was a douchey tackle by bernard pollard Uh because pollard went low which honestly i was okay with that being illegal like don't cut out somebody's knees yeah right that's that's douchey um but those two would always complain and they would and things just they started getting more and more protected and it's just gotten to this point where literally on monday night jason pierre paul was like going for ben roethlisberger and like reached over the lineman with his club hand and kind of like backed Roethlisberger on the helmet right after the throw. Mm-hmm. Roethlisberger flopped. You know, Roethlisberger, mm-hmm. the guy who is so big and built like an absolute concrete tank who is best known for just shrugging people off mm-hmm. all the time, flopped. And he got the call. Yep. And it was horseshit. It was just, like, everyone, nobody could believe that Ben Roethlisberger could get knocked down by a bap on the head by JPP's club hand that wasn't even, like, full chop. It was just, like, a a slight reach over, like, boop. And Roethlisberger crumples. Like, that actually took him down. No, come on. And he still got the friggin' call. Mm -hmm. Like, that is unacceptable. I just like it's it's it, it became very clear to me what they were actually trying to do after this week and you know I probably just because I you know I don't know wasn't I wish I could get like a um like a ref to do a tell all like I, I want Ed Hockley to do a tell all book really where he just that. tells you like the things that the NFL told him behind closed doors to try and emphasize uh-huh like the reasons for it kind of thing like you need to protect these dudes like i'm just i'm just curious what it's like on a ref for a ref because they've got a tough job they've got a they've got a really tough job and i'd really like to hear from one of them candidly like what that experience was like what kind of directions they were given that kind of thing i feel like that'd be a really fascinating read yeah i i I just like I, I plus if like, Ed Hockley wrote it, there'd be like a built-in handle so that you could uh, do bicep curls. With yes, it. nice, very nice, very nice. It's a, it's it's the world's first twenty-five pound think piece. <laughs> Instead of Bowflex, Ed Hockley just starts selling like the think pieces 
He sells, like, instead of medicine balls, it's medicine flags. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, the goal is to pick up, like, these super heavy flags and try and throw them as far as you can. Uh, I need the Ed Hockey League like, workout tape yesterday. It's just, like, putting, like, some, some lighter dumbbells in your hands and then trying to do, like, the referee hand signals. Just, like, mm-hmm. oh, first down. And, like, if you've got, like, a dumbbell, the first down, that like, you could... You could get a workout that's, out of that. That's isometric exercise. Like, actually, that is literally what I can. I'm imagining trying to do like, do like, uh, like offsides or the play is dead, uh, with like you know five pound weights strapped to my wrists and holding that pose. And I am getting tired just thinking about that. Uh, you think about like holding, and you have like those yep. bow flex kind of things that have like the pull down thing for your yep. tr- like your triceps, and like that's the holding. You like grab it and you pull your hand down, and like you just pretend you're doing holding, but mm-hmm. you're you're getting ripped at the same. Like the Ed Hockley workout book, it's it's like the Ed Hockley referee workout book. I would buy this book. I would absolutely right buy now. That book. Yeah, yeah. We need a if if any of you guys have an in with Ed Hockley, like just. All we need is his, the rights to his name and uh, and likeness. Um, I can make illustrations for every every exercise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We can make this. We can the Ed Hockley referee workout. I would, book. I would let's, absolutely. Let's write make it. this Ed happen. Ed Hockley doesn't have to do anything, and his name would be all over it. We'd cut him in. Obviously, he'd get he'd get you know a share of the profits. But we do we do need his name and likeness to to make this work. So if any of y'all have any in with our boy Ed. Please, uh, please tweet at us. Oh, you got two dumbbells in both hands, and you extend them up over your head. That's the touchdown. Oh, that's God. the touchdown lifter. Yeah, jeez, ow, ow, that's that that'll that'll blast your shoulders and lats. Dang. <laughs> this is oh, tripping would just be like the same kind of tripping motion, but you got like a, one of those rubber bands around your legs. Um, I'm imagining. I'm imagining. That... Like all of the all of referee moves could very easily become workout moves in like a Jane Fonda fitness video. I'm a... If all you just add are like arm weights. So, like... <laughs> so I'm imagining you have one of those weird step bar things, like those step blocks, and you're doing intentional grounding, but on both sides as you step up and off of the block. <laughs> oh. Get on the Ed Hockey League workout plan. Do it. Yep. Yep. It, it gets results. Mm-hmm. Look at the man. Mm-hmm. It gets results. Mm-hmm. Bringing it back to football. Um, Bills, Vikings. That came out of nowhere, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. I, I thought the Bills were supposed to be very, very bad at football. Um, they, they were very, very bad at football. And, uh, like... I, it, time will tell if this was just an off day for Minnesota yeah. or, or like the beginnings of the bills finding themselves, but this was like complete shock. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone really, I, I, when I was sitting at the bar, I was watching the giants game and my friend was turned the other direction, looking at another TV and he like looked up and he saw the score for the Bills Vikings, and he's just like, "Hey, what do you think the score for that game is?" Huh. And just out of the blue, I went seventeen to nothing. And he was like, "You got it." I was like, "Hell yeah!" And he's like, "But it's not the teams you think." <laughs> not the way you think. Yeah. Just 
Vikings may have just fallen apart, had a real bad day. And it, like they started with two straight drives that ended in horrible strip sack turnovers. So it like it, it may have very well been the Vikings looking ahead towards Thursday's game. Yeah. Um, or I guess last night's game, because that's when you're going to be listening to this. Mm-hmm. Um, if the Vikings do good in that game, well, then you'll know that's exactly what was happening. The, the, of course, the Vikings have problems now because Everson Griffin is apparently nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, that's I. Yeah, I. That's I really don't know what to make of that. I hope he gets yeah, the help he needs. I it, hope he's. This will just better. be our comment on that. Just like, hey, uh, I hope he gets better. Yeah. I'm not really sure what's going on. Yeah. Get better, at Everson. Hopefully, nobody gets hurt. Yeah, that kind of thing. Agreed. Um, This game was interesting because neither team really has any kind of rushing game, and somehow the Vikings had even less of a rushing game. I I want you to... uh, I want you to guess how many rushing yards the Vikings had all day. 47. Lower. Ugh! 30... Six. Somehow, lower. <laughs> Thirty-three. Fourteen, my dude. Oh my god! Oh, oh my. Fourteen, oh. my dude. <laughs> Even though it was like garbage time in the second quarter, yeah. you, you still you gotta like. Wow, that's pathetic. I just wait. I'm looking at this now. I'm I'm looking at the whole box score unless it's incomplete. The Vikings only tried to run the ball six times. Well, yeah, there's a problem. I, you, How many times did they throw the ball? Kirk Cousins had, I mean, Kirk Cousins had an okay day in terms of his stat line. Like, obviously didn't win the game. That sucks. I'm just curious what the, his attempts were. 55 attempts. Ugh, that's, that's not good um, run-pass balance there. No, no, it's not. To, to his credit... He went forty for fifty-five, you know. So yeah, that's 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 not bad. Um, especially when you I consider you that say. he threw fifty-five passes in a game. Yeah, I mean, you throw fifty-five passes and you miss fifteen. Like, that's not awful. No, like, jeez, I, I like they didn't translate into points, but my my thing hey. is, I guess you you go down seventeen points in the first quarter, like. You, you want to throw it more, but... It's pretty bad. Yeah. And it's pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, I I don't know why they thought this was a good idea. Why doing that would, would be a good idea. I don't know. I have no idea. Speaking of teams that make decisions that are highly questionable, and you're not sure if that's a good idea... Like, bringing in a coach that hasn't coached since, like, the early 2000s. Oh, God, yeah. Um, do you know what team would be 3-0 and if games ended at halftime? Is it the Raiders? It's the Raiders! Really? The Raiders have been in the lead all three games. Against the Rams, they legitimately looked good in the first half. And then the second half, they, they just faded because the Rams are just a better team. Yeah. And then... Uh, they against the Broncos, they were better than the Broncos for three quarters. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. honest, and then the fourth quarter, they, they sucked. 
and they lost. Mm-hmm. And then against the Dolphins, they were like up seventeen to three or seventeen to seven. Yeah. And then they lost twenty eight to twenty. Yeah. The Raiders, I think they're being outscored like sixty to four or something ridiculous in the fourth quarter. Like it's really bad. The Raiders are just falling apart late in games. And I've, I've heard a lot of theories. Um, one of them was that the Raiders are very old. They're the oldest team. Yeah. And yeah. old people need to be rotated. And you can't have old people all across the board because they get tired because they're old. Sure. And they're, they're old farts. But, like, like, that shouldn't happen. I mean, you can, you can, make, that, you can make that work. But that, <laughs> I... That's I every single way I think about this, right? Every single way I think about what is wrong with the Raiders, what's going on. And and like, yeah, if if it's like, oh, you know, you got you got an old team, that's not necessarily a problem because the Raiders have an old team, but they have like a decent bench, you know. You can rotate defenders in their defense is not is is pretty good still even without uh khalil mack it's not awful Uh, it all comes back to coaching it's like this feels like like john gruden is very good at getting his team pumped up uh to start the game and then the juice kind of runs out towards the end well well, like that's that's kind of what it feels what like. I'm, what I'm hearing you saying is John Gruden is really good at getting his team pumped up, but very bad at being a football coach. <laughs> I, I yeah. I, there have been stories that came out. I don't know if you read any of them about how John Gruden's like the inner workings of of the Raiders and and scouting and benching versus starting and all of that is very clicky like he has his like a bunch of his his bros are like yeah you know I like that player a lot I've read a lot about the Raiders and John Gruden's coaching style and it, it's none of it's good it's a lot of stuff none of it's good but it's all kind of like I'm not sure how true a lot of it is. Yeah, okay. Like it all kind of reads like a little bit of of, of embellishment. Like sure. all the reports, I'm like, I can see this being legitimately true. I can also see this being the media playing up something that isn't necessarily there. Yeah, or, so there's, or that's, there's some or ambiguity here. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it could. And it could one be. other thing for the Raiders we have to keep in mind is they may have played three good teams. The Rams are a legitimately good team. The Broncos are two and one Um, until the Ravens game. They looked pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, And the dolphins are three and O somehow. They don't look like a three and O team, but they are. So maybe, maybe the dolphins are better than we're giving credit for Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. going. We got, we got, like over half the games still talk yeah, about, we, so we're just we, gonna do we, like we little little snippy bits here. Yeah. Uh, we got a little hung up on Ed Hockley's amazing workout routines. <laughs> uh, Broncos Ravens, like it was, it was just a football game. I, there was nothing particularly remarkable about that. Well, except uh, for the fact that the Broncos couldn't score in three quarters. That that's yeah. that's remarkable, but that's it. Yeah, that's about it. Bengals Panthers, um, decent football game. Mm-hmm. Panthers looked like the Panthers of old. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's, Panthers that's will do that good. sometimes. Yep. Sometimes they just show up and look real good. Uh, Giants got their first win of the season yes, over the did. hapless Texans, yes. who are definitely going to be a top five draft competitor here. They like their offensive line 
might just be just as bad as the Giants are. This is the first time the Giants' offense looked like some sort of cohesive unit. Uh, Notably, they benched Eric Flowers. Uh So even though the backup got beaten three times by J.J. Watt for sacks and beaten multiple more times for J.J. Watt amazingness, um, like they still looked better as a line against the vaunted Texans D line than they had so far. Like everybody did some things. Saquon Barkley did Saquon Barkley things. Um, I've, I've seen a lot of articles today talking about how great oh it's like hey jj watts back let's pump the brakes on that yeah yeah, let's he didn't do anything of note really in the first two games and the big game where he had his break was against one of the worst offensive lines in the league and and against a guy who has by far been hit the most this year yeah like like let's let's see jj watt put up good jj watt games against not the giants offensive line yeah not Chad Wheeler before we call JJ Watt back. I'd love to have JJ Watt back. Mm-hmm. JJ's great. He's fun to watch. Let's 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 take it away from saying he's back yet. Yes. I Titans Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Um what is it about these two teams that whenever they get together they produce unwatchable I, garbage? I, yeah, and both of these teams have been like have had fun games so far. Titans obviously less so, but the Jaguars have been really fun so far this year. The Jaguars have been really fun for like two years, yeah. but for some reason, whenever it's Titans Jaguars, they're bad. Like Maybe this it's game because, it's because was nine they, to six. It's because they played that no. one time in the UK. It's because they played one London game, and now they're cursed forever. Like this, this is garbage football. Like this was nine to six. Yep. Their previous game was 15 to 10 the game before that it was 37 to 16 then it was 38 to 17 36 to 22 the last good game these two teams had was in december of 2015 with a 42 to 39 game oh wow okay yeah sure and then the game before that it was 19 to 13 these two teams these are two teams that I enjoy watching. Yep. When they play other teams. Yep. But when they're together, it's awful. It's like the opposite of a super group. Mm-hmm. Well, or or, <laughs> Just like, no, oh, or, it, or you take like two thick uh, ingredients that you feel like should go together, and then you try it, and it tastes like trash. Or it's exactly. Like I'm trying to think of a good group, example right? for that. Like what? what? <laughs> because most super groups suck. Mm-hmm. Let's um let wh- why do what's what's good? What what are two good foods that do not go together? Uh ice cream and mustard. Yeah. This is like ice cream and mustard. Things that are good, I mean you may not like mustard, but yeah. I don't know, maybe substitute ketchup or sure. a condiment, your favorite condiment and ice cream. Mm-hmm. Those those don't go together. They're good apart. They're even good with other things. Yeah. But together, they do not work. That is this these two teams. I would enjoy this rivalry so much more because these two teams hate each other. Yeah, I know. These two fan uh, bases hate each other. That's the but they can't thing. produce watchable football, so it doesn't matter. That's I I am so ready to be invested in the Titans Jaguars rivalry, but I can't. I can't <laughs> until they start playing football. That doesn't make me want to claw my eyes out with a melon baller, like. 
Like, this game is the equivalent of the 2018 Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, oh my god. That, yeah. that, that's what yeah. this rivalry is. Yeah. It's that unwatchable trash. Yep, yep. yep. 49ers Chiefs. Um, rest in peace, Janine Garofalo. Yeah. You were so young and beautiful. Mm. You, uh, you tried to make an extra cut to get two more yards... Which was and stupid. you died. Which was stupid, and you shouldn't have. It done was that. stupid. It was really stupid. It was stupid. Stupid, and he's dead. And the 49ers potential season, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Like whatever hope 49ers hands had, it's gone. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's just all gone. Mm-hmm. They didn't expect to win this game against the Chiefs, but you don't want to lose like that. They lost no. their starting running back and their starting quarterback <laughs> to ACL tears in the same, in the game. same game. Yeah. Whoops. That that's. Noodle. That's tragic. That is horrible tragedy. Uh, well, Mahomes is a freaking god. Yeah, I, I, I want to. I, I, this is something I should. You should pump the brakes on. It's not a complete tragedy. Uh, Janine Garofalo is going to be paid mad money for the rest of his career because he can't seem. <laughs> he can't seem to put together like full. I still am not convinced he's any kind of good quarterback. He was like, I'm not either. I, that's the thing. Like he, he played a complete season last year, right? He played six games. He won last, six well, games last year. Yeah. He didn't start until halfway through has he last season. Ever played a complete season. No, that is so insane to me i you see i don't feel like that's fair on the patriots he was behind brady he was never gonna play a full season the only time he got a chance to start was when brady was suspended for deflate gate um last year he got traded to the 49ers like part way through the season i think Mm -hmm. he did so he he was never going to play a full season this was his chance to finally play a full season right and now he's dead right but also in, in the minds, at least if, if ESPN is to be believed, in the NFL Network, all the talking heads, 49ers fans, you know, everyone's like, no, Jimmy Garoppolo is good enough to be a franchise quarterback. And I'm like, I, I think he's okay. I think he's better than mediocre. But you have so yeah. little evidence. I, I and, he's, mm-hmm. and, and there's, there's not enough sample size to really say that yet. I will, I will, I this ACL tear has guaranteed him a like a a pay increase somehow. Yeah. Like this is it is absolutely <laughs> bonkers that I. It's can still say potential that we it's haven't true. seen. Yeah, that's the thing. There's there's so much potential. Imagine if you can get a full season out of this guy. What like imagine what's that gonna be imagine like? it. It's gonna be kind of neat. Mm-hmm. But not if he continues to play where he makes stupid moves with his body and yep. then dies. Yep. Chargers oh, wow. Rams. That was that was just your average expected football game. The Chargers always seem like they're okay, but they always seem to go against teams that are just better than them. Yeah. In some way, yeah. and they can't do anything. Rams are three and zero. They're of course. they might be four and zero by the time you listen to this. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Seahawks Cowboys. Yeah. Like that was a football game. Earl Thomas bowed to the sideline when he made a pick. Yeah, so that, that was, was nice. That's the most notable thing that happened I, in that I, game. I liked. I liked that. I'm. I'm following this Earl Thomas stuff very, very closely. I. I, I really like what he uh, and Le'Veon Bell are doing. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. 
It's very interesting. Uh, Patriots Lions. That was another like. Wait, what? Well, is this is uh, okay. So, so the Lions. The, the Lions, Lions are winning is the were zero and two going into this game, and like I know Matt Patricia had this game circled oh, on his calendar. You think yeah. from day one? Like this is the game he was probably game planning for the entire season. Yeah, and he's the one who's going to know how they could potentially slow down the Patriots offense. So this was honestly like in retrospect, I feel I felt bad for not at least kind of seeing how this could happen. Yeah. yeah. But when it was happening, I was like, I'm still kind of shocked that the Patriots are gonna lose two and zero and look gross doing it. Well the that's the thing is is that having you know watched that game and seeing how everything like the signs were all there. Right? If you watch game film of the Patriots, if like all of the all of the signs were they don't they don't really have a running back who can do anything. Their receiving core they don't is have a weapon. I mean, not Josh until Gordon Josh Gordon comes so back. That's, not until that's, Josh Gordon's at one hundred percent. They don't have a number one receiving threat. Right. All they have is Gronk, and the Lions just tripled Gronk. Like they yeah. they uh, did not allow Gronk to have anywhere to go, and no one else on the Patriots offense could is good enough to do anything mm-hmm. of value mm-hmm. so i like this was like this was the game plan and they made it work and congratulations to the lions um if only you didn't suck for the first two weeks this would have been a <laughs> statement win yeah, this would have been amazing i'm i'm not uh, a lot of people right now are expecting me to say something about oh the is the end of the patriots I, I know it's not I know it's not. even know the that. media is picking up on this now I, I saw a lot of articles that are just like wow um well we can't say anything about the Patriots yet but we can say they might have some issues yeah. that they'll have to sort out before the season is over so even the media has started to pick up on the point that they can't run with the instant well they're toast now yeah. narrative even they've learned, and like it's their job to not learn. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that the test for me is gonna be when both Sony Michelle, who is is gonna be their future starting uh, running back, it, it seems like uh, when Sony Michelle is completely healthy, and when Josh Gordon is completely healthy, when they get those two guys out on the field and actually like start you know, spotlighting them in both the running and passing game as, as number one threats, like that's going to be the test is like, okay, is Josh Gordon actually back? Does he have a rapport with Tom Brady? And is Sony Michelle the still the same awesome player he was in college? Like, how's that going to go? If, if neither of those pan out or if they don't pan out as well as maybe they should have, then, you know, then maybe there's some problems because their defense is not good. Yeah, that's like they gave up the first 100 yard rusher to the Lions in five years. Yeah. Like, like that's how long it's been since the Lions have had a 100 yard rusher. Five years. That's that's pathetic. Not Steelers, Bucks. Um, we had Fitz tragic for the first bit of the game yeah. but then he soared back and became Fitzmagic again and may have solidified his job for the Bears game, um, there's the Bucks have one game left before they have their bye week, uh-huh. and hearing a lot of rumors, if Fitzpatrick may have done it, he he may have gotten the team to be like, all right, no, we'll start Fitzpatrick for game four, 
and then we'll see how things go from there. Mm-hmm. So there's it's, it's happening. It's happening. Yep. If Jameis comes back and sucks ass, we're going to see Fitzpatrick again. As has been it's happening. This has been foretold by the stars. It is the Fitzpatrick cycle. It's so good. It's so good. All right, so before we go, since we're running fairly low on time here, we're going to do rapid-fire predictions. Oh, yeah, shoot. Okay, let's do it. All right. Um, the game that already happened, Vikings-Rams, who you got? Oh, Rams, yeah. Rams. Rams. Um, also, Rams. Jets-Jaguars. Jags. It's a bounce-back game. Jags. I, I agree. It, Jags are at home, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Dolphins at the Patriots. Oh. That makes it tougher, but I still think the Dolphins take it. The Dolphins always play the Patriots close, and this Patriots team looks worse than it has previously. So, the Dolphins, if they if they are truly three and zero, deservedly can win this game. But it's not in Miami, so I'm picking the Patriots. Okay, that's fair. Um, Eagles at the Titans. Oh man, I think it's going to be the Eagles. Same. I, I think the Titans are too injured to make this work, that's, even at home. That's fair. That's fair. Texans at the Colts. I think the Texans do it. I think the Texans got them. You think they're going to do it? I think they do it. I don't... Uh, I'm a little leery. I think the Colts might pull this one off. Okay. Go two and two. Bills at the Packers. That's going to be the Packers, for sure. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is going to be high as a kite, yeah. and he, yeah, he's going to remind remind everyone of who he is. Mm-hmm. Lions at Cowboys. I think this is a good matchup for the Lions. Actually, I think I think they'll be able to. I to think take this is a game the, the Lions can win, yeah. and and I think I'm going to pick the Lions. I think they're going to win. I think the Cowboys are extremely bad and <laughs> overrated, and just just not run well. Their offense is pitiful. I mean, Matt Stafford. Buccaneers. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Eh. I was gonna Buc- say Buccaneers Bears. Okay, uh, uh, Bucks, right? I'm picking Bucks, and I think Fitzpatrick's gonna play well. Yeah, but this is this is a better Bears team than I'm expecting. Yeah, so same. It, it it might be a Bears it might be a Bears game. Not- They're currently leading the NFC North, which Week Three doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. But hey, you never know. Bengals at Falcons. That's that's the Falcons. Falcons are gonna take that one. Yeah, I think the Bengals Ooh. are not gonna win that game. Oh, okay. I think it's gonna be the Falcons. Sorry, I, I realized what I said, yeah. and I had to, like, manipulate my words <laughs> so you. that it actually got my actual opinion out. Mm-hmm. Um, Seahawks at the Cardinals. Uh, I, I, I want to give the, the Cardinals, like, oh, you're going you're gonna to play angry and, and beat a, a vulnerable Seahawks team, but they're not going to. Like, the Seahawks no. are going to win that game. No. Josh Rosen's going to have, like, a bad first game. It's everyone's gonna be like oh the seahawks are fighting themselves uh, but even though the seahawks aren't very good like this is just don't watch this game this game's probably I'm gonna, gonna be start. rooting for the cardinals because i want josh rosen to do very well because i same. like him but i don't think it's same happen. browns at raiders i'm picking the browns and jay gruden is going to throw or john gruden rather is going to throw the largest fit that anyone has ever seen in the history of mankind I think the Raiders are going to win the first half. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it's going to happen again. Sure. If that's if, if the Raiders fail in the second half again, this time to the Browns, the memes will be delicious. Yeah. It will yeah. be fantastic. Everyone is going to jump on the hating John Gruden train and it will be glorious. Saints at Giants. Um, I think the Saints are going to win that. Don't even fucking pick the Giants. Don't even entertain the Giants in this game. Saints are going to blow us out. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're looking really tough this year. Mm, 49ers at the Chargers. It's going to be the Chargers, right? I mean, yeah. we just talked I th- about I feel this. like this is going to be a Chargers because, like, the only hope San Francisco had left is dead. Uh-huh. So it's going to be the Chargers. Chargers are going to win that one, especially at home. Ravens at the Steelers. That's uh, the Steelers, I think. I think the Steelers. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a kind of bullshit game the Steelers are going to win. Yeah. And then Monday Night Football, Chiefs-Broncos. Chiefs. Chiefs for sure. Chiefs rule. Chiefs. Pat Mahomes is going to keep rolling. He looks unstoppable. And that is week four. Um, You already know if we got the first game wrong. Yeah, for sure. But, hey, hopefully we'll continue to get more pretty decent football. We've had pretty decent football so far. It's been strong three weeks. There's problems, but the games themselves have still been okay. So I'm excited about it. Sam. Yes. Well, can we follow you? Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at Sam Grisezes. S-A-M-G-R-E-S-Z-E-S-E-S-E-S. Maybe? G-R-E-S-Z-E-S-E-S-E-S. Yeah. And on Twitch and Instagram at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. Dave? I am Droplay Dave Approcio. You can find me on Twitter at Droplay Dave. You can find me on Facebook at the Droplay Comic Con Patreon and Instagram. And of course, on the Droplay.com, where I have gotten a replacement video card and everything should be back to normal. I may be introducing a new comic schedule next week. I'm playing around with only doing two normal comics and moving on to making a couple more of those quickie comics just to free up a little bit of my own evenings because I am overloaded. But we'll see how it goes. You'll see the updates on the site, obviously. And we'll see you next week.